You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Do you like to talk? Do you like to chat? I do. <laughs> that, exactly. That's why we do this, right? Um, well, if if that's your thing, if you like to chat with people or if you like to meet new people, uh, we have a great story with, for you today and a, a fun guest to uh, get to share her story about meeting new people as well. You can do that even if you are... Um, at home and connected online. As a matter of fact, we have a great way to do that, and we'll share that with you in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today is our friends from the Office of International Mission, Erin Alter. She's Director of Short-Term Missions for the LCMS Office of International Mission. Erin, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And you brought along a friend that you've had a privilege of working with. And uh, so you brought along Amy Jo. Is it Warwork? Is that right? Warwork, yes. Warwork. <laughs> Amy Jo, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you for having me. Uh, Amy Jo, you've been a volunteer with the Conversation Partners Program. Tell us, what, <clears throat> what do you think, um, what prompted you to join the Conversations Partners Program? Well, I've always liked languages, and I was a French major in college, and I taught English as a second language for several years, and I loved it. I totally loved it. So when the opportunity came up with Conversation Partners, I knew it would be a perfect fit. What is it about languages and and conversation that you enjoy so much? Honestly, this is going to sound really nerdy, but I love grammar. I just love grammar. That's totally fine. (laughs) I can't get enough of it. So, and I love to help people. So if I can do both at the same time, and if I can do that in a, in a setting that is church related, God related, I love that so much. It's perfect for me. I'm right there with you, loving grammar. I think that's a cool thing. <laughs> Not weird at all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so tell, tell us about uh, your experience with Conversation Partners. What was something that you learned about uh, culture uh, with, with this program? Well, actually, I had two Conversation Partners. One was from Panama. One was from Puerto Rico. And... Um, I learned about all kinds of things. Um, One of the missionaries um, told me about the indigenous people who live in Panama. They're called the Kuna or Guna. It's K-U-N-A or G-U-N-A. And they make traditional crafts called molas, M-O-L-A-S. They just take like cotton panels and they stitch them and cut them and make patterns and pictures, and they're simply beautiful. Um, and I also, as far as Puerto Rico, I, I uh, learned about uh, El Yunque National Forest, which is the only tropical rainforest in the United States National Forest System. And it's got hundreds of unique plants and animals, and it sounds like a really wonderful place. I, they both sound like great places. Hmm. 
So, so you knew a little bit about the the cultures before you connected with your conversation partners. Is that right? Yes, I I knew a little bit. I went actually. I work at the library, so I went to the uh, library and checked out some resources just to, <laughs> you know, get a little head start. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> you got to learn a bit about. <clears throat> about the these cultures in in your research and in your your conversations with your conversation partners mm -hmm. did you learn anything about yourself in these conversations yes i did um when i was first accepted into the conversation partners program i was a little bit fearful so i spent some time praying and i just wanted with all my heart to help someone learn English. And um, I, I found out that my fears were completely unfounded. And I, I feel I should know by now that worrying doesn't help, but I do it anyhow. So <laughs> I, I just need to remember like, trust God, don't worry, trust God. That's, I mean, if I could just, get that cemented in my brain and <laughs> save myself a lot of trouble. <laughs> what, what were some of the challenges of, of being a conversation partner? Um, well, actually, um, one of my partners had a lower level of English than I had anticipated. Um, she spoke almost no English. So, um, I just, I, it was around Halloween, so I pulled a pumpkin off my kitchen counter and held it up, and she laughed, and she said, Halloween. And then she said, La Calabasa, which is Spanish for pumpkin. And um, we started talking about the pumpkin, a little bit English, a little bit Spanish, and then we started talking about the colors of objects, and we just kind of improvised. And that challenge just turned into something terrific, and it went really well from there. How did you use some of your, your background, uh, your previous experiences with teaching English? How did you use some of that in, in working through challenges like this? Um, actually, I, most of what I know about teaching English as a second language, I learned from experience. I um, started as a volunteer. And the first day I walked in, the, the teacher of the class said, okay, here you go. Here's half the students, teach them. <laughs> so, so I just jumped right in and um, it, it's helped me a lot, I think. Um, one of the main things though, is just to be flexible, I think, and just kind of go with the flow and be ready to, you know, adapt to your situation, to your students. What did you find most enjoyable about being a conversation partner? Um, I love, I loved English. I loved the Spanish and I absolutely loved doing it in an LCMS setting. Um, most of all, I really enjoyed helping and getting to know my conversation partners. And I'm so happy that God brought us together, even though it was, you know, just a few hours. It was so wonderful. And I'm planning to do it again in January. Hmm. What did you see that as the goal of each conversation? 
to help my my partner just to talk um, there it wasn't it wasn't a teaching position it was just a speaking practicing position so um, I just tried to talk and tried to help them understand and it was really pretty simple and straightforward how much time would you say you invested in your conversations? How often did you meet with your conversation partners last time? Last time I met um, one hour a week for each one. So that was two hours a week. I had an hour with one and then an hour off. And then my next session would start with the other conversation partner, if that makes sense. Sure. So, sure. <laughs> so um, about two hours a week. And what was it like, you know, arranging the times and are those arranged for you? How did you schedule your visits with your conversation partners online? We um, had an opportunity to choose what times would work for us. So um, I just picked something and I was, I was open to anything at that point because um, I just wanted to help. I, it didn't bother me who it was. I just wanted to help someone. So that was it. So it, was, it, it sounds like it was relatively easy. You, you, uh, so when did you find out where your conversation partners were from? Was that the first time that you talked to them? No, we had a, we had an orientation hour for each one for Panama and for Puerto Rico, um, where we met with other people who were doing the same thing. We met on zoom. So, I did this from my kitchen, where I'm mm -hmm. talking to you from right now. And um, it was just really, it was exciting. And um, it was, I felt that at the end of the orientation, I felt pretty well prepared for it. It was, it was just a matter of learning Zoom, which was very, very easy. I'm not a computer person and I did fine. <laughs> if I can do it, other people can do it too. <laughs> great, great point. And, and many of us have become quite proficient at uh, Zoom and other online platforms for connecting and chatting this year. And yes. so glad that, that it's worked out well for you and that you were able to uh, adopt it quickly in order to be uh, a great part of the Conversation Partners program and, and get connected with two other people to, uh, to help them um, practice their English language skills and, and so much that happens in those conversations. Uh, it's just, it's beautiful. Would you say, tell me about the, just the signing up process and, and mm -hmm. um, you shared with us a little bit about the orientation and what your, your first visits were like, things uh -huh. like that. What was it like? Um, how did you go through the process of getting connected and, and signing up? There was an online form and I just filled it out and sent it in. They do a background check and my pastor needed to recommend me and, um, that was it. It was very easy. It was very, very easy. So, um, yeah, it's, there's nothing to it. <laughs> you mentioned your pastor's recommendation. Who was supportive mm -hmm. of you, uh, participating in the conversation partners program? Well, I would say my pastor <laughs> for recommending me. And, um, I, I have a sister who's been very supportive of me too doing this. And uh, a friend, Mike, has been really, you know, just, um, 
I, I feel support from everywhere, honestly. And, um, uh, and of course, you know, I have to give credit to God for, for leading me to this wonderful experience and letting me get to know people on the other, you know, far away on another part of the world. Very good. Very good. We have more to learn about the Conversation Partners Program. Today, we're talking with Amy Jo Vorwerk. She's a volunteer with the Conversation Partners Program. And Aaron Alter, Director of Short-Term Missions for the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We'll share that with you in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking about uh, chatting with people in, in the great program called the Conversation Partners Program. And today we're talking with Amy Jo Vorwerk. She's a volunteer with the Conversation Partners Program and had the chance to meet people from two different countries. You mentioned, uh, was it Panama and Puerto Rico? Is that right, Amy Jo? Yes, that's correct. And you've shared nothing but wonderful things about how this has been uh, a good experience for you. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who's considering serving as a volunteer in the Conversation Partners Program? I would say it's a wonderful opportunity. It's, I mean, it's volunteer, it's free. <laughs> Sign up and um, I would I would say go for it because... I mean, I, I was afraid at first, but it was, it was a good thing. And I'm, I'm so glad I'm doing it again. So, (laughs) and, um, so I hope if you're listening and you're thinking about doing this, that you'll give it a try. And you mentioned you were, you were kind of afraid at first. Um, When did those fears begin to subside or do you still get a little nervous every time you chat? (laughs) Um, no, I honestly, most of my fear came with the Zoom, the technological Mm -hmm. part of it. I am just not a technological person at all. So, um, but um, the missionaries were very, missionaries were very supportive and very helpful. And um, I just, I would like to thank them for their help and support in this. it was just, you know, maybe a time or two, and I felt very at ease doing it. Erin, tell us about the Conversations Partners or Conversation Partners program. How did this begin? Well, you know, this came out of the honestly, it came out of the disappointment of having to cancel so many of our well, not even so many, all of our short term mission <laughs> opportunities. Um for basically since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, and when once once we realized that 
things weren't going to weren't going to resolve quickly, we started brainstorming. Were there other ways that volunteers could still connect with the work that's being done around the world? Um, and then we asked our missionaries, and we're, we were like, "Well, you know, is there anything that would actually be?" would actually be something that would bring value to the work that you're doing um, and serving uh, the people that you're working with. And many of their programs had also, uh, you know, the pandemic had put a halt to them as well. Uh, And so they thought, well, if there was a way to, to do the conversation using zoom, um, that could be, that could be something worth trying. So we so we gave it a go uh, back in the summer. We did the first um, the first round of it, and it was so it was it was incredible. The one the response that we had on both sides, um, both the the volunteers from the U.S. but also the participants um, around the world, everyone was very eager to to try it out, and it it ended up being a lot of fun and really a, a benefit and a blessing to, to everyone who participated. And so we decided to, we were like, well, this, we've got to continue with this. <laughs> so this is now the, the third round of the, of the English conversation partners that we'll be doing um, in the winter. We had one in the fall then as well. And uh, this will be round, round three and still still excited about it we've had uh different different countries that have inquired and are considering uh you know missionaries from countries that haven't done it before are considering do they think they'd be able to pull together participants who would be able to to join in this time um and we're going to we're going to wait and see how many volunteers we have before we try and really finalize the specific uh locations and times uh, because we don't want to, we don't want to have a, a a big imbalance um, between the people who've signed up and the people that are, uh, I guess, the people who've signed up on either side. We want to try and balance that out as far as the number of participants. Mm-hmm. So, Amy, Joe worked uh, with people from Panama and Puerto Rico. Where are some of the the countries that people have come from in the last? Uh, we'll ask what two sessions of this, Erin. Yeah, we've had people in the Czech Republic and Russia, um, Dominican Republic, and Canada uh, as well. Canada was interesting because it's actually not um, it, the people that are participating at the church in Canada. It's a it's a unique location. And it's one where they're actually, it's a church that is serving their community. And so the participants are actually immigrants from around the world who are living in that community in Montreal, where our missionary um, Charles St. Ange is based. And so that's that's the connection uh, there. It, it just sounds like a, a, a really like perfect match for this year in terms of ways to serve. Mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, kudos to to you and your team for being creative and in, in finding uh, another great way to serve. Now, Amy Jo mentioned earlier that she was, I think, a little afraid of the technological aspects of connecting on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but once she got through that, she was fine and has enjoyed it immensely. 
Um, yes. A lot of us have become proficient in Zoom and other uh, platforms for connecting online this year. Um, has that? How has that that worked out for many people? Have most have most just uh, you know gone through it once or twice and then they were fine and, and it's worked out well for them? Or do they really need to be super proficient in in Zoom in order to do this? Yeah, really, it's that is part of why we did choose to do the orientation session as the first session of each mm-hmm. round. Um, to sort of help if there are going to be any kinks to work out, we could get it worked out in that orientation session before we brought in the conversation partners. And I think for the most part, that's that's really worked out smoothly. Honestly, there there aren't a lot of um, for for the volunteers who are participating. It's all very straightforward. We did actually do some practicing on our side uh, with the missionary hosts because we decided we wanted to try using breakout rooms as part of the event, which for the, the volunteers who are participating, they don't have to manage the logistics of that. But we did want the missionaries to be comfortable in how they would how they would set those up and when do they open those. Um, so we did we did some practicing <laughs> um, to make sure that that part of the event would go would go smoothly. Um, but as far as the the volunteers and the participants go, uh, the feedback has all been very positive as far as the ease of using um, Zoom and the technology with it. So who is able to do this program? Who's eligible for this? And, and who are the, te- the people that you're looking for for this next go around? Yeah, it's basically it's LCMS members. If you are a native speaker of English and you're a member of an LCMS congregation, then this this is something. If you have an hour a week that you could devote to it, this would be a great opportunity to to serve without having to get out your passport. Um, and you could you can still serve internationally. We've had a couple of high school students who We've also signed up for it, and in the case of of high school students, if you're if you're still a minor, then we do need um, the, your parents' permission. So we'll we'll still go through the process. We'll get the pastor's reference, um, but we will before it before we'll make it official. We'll want we'll want their parent to also say that yes, we're aware that our child is participating in this. Um, in this opportunity. Uh, but yeah, that we'd love to have more people. We're actually having a bunch of college students this round as well. Um, we've connected with the, uh, English, uh, shoot, what is it called? The, the teaching English, the students of other, I'm probably butchering the name of their program, but (laughs) the, the, the ESL program at Concordia, Nebraska, is um, going to be encouraging their their students who are majoring in that to participate this round so that they can get a little bit of professional experience in um, teaching teaching English. Uh, and so there, there's a lot of different a lot of different ways, but I, I also don't want people to feel like, oh I, I don't, I don't like grammar. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not professionally yeah. trained as a teacher. Is this really for me? Honestly, it is. We chose the name Conversation Partners pretty deliberately because you don't you don't need to be a grammar expert. You need to be able to chat. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so that's what it, that's what it is. It's, it, you don't need to focus on let's, let's make sure we're using the past perfect participle or whatever. I'm, I, <laughs> I am not a grammar lover. Um, and it is still, it's still something that you can, you can talk and have a conversation and give, give somebody the opportunity to actually use their English skills with an a native English speaker, that's a huge, a huge opportunity that people who, when you don't live among a bunch of fluent speakers, it's hard to get that opportunity to actually practice. And it really builds confidence when you get the chance to actually just have simple conversations and try things out and um, make some mistakes and it doesn't it's it's not the end of the world when you when you get to do that you can still you can still have a successful conversation without it being perfect that's what conversation mm-hmm. is about really with just under a minute left can you share with us uh, about the next session uh, and the dates of the next session and how to apply sure so the next session is January 11th through February 19th and to apply, if you go to servenow.lcms.org, you'll see the opportunity there for Online English Conversation Partners Winter, the winter session. And if you just click that link um, to, to apply, that'll, that'll get it started. And there is, it's an online form and it's very straightforward. Very good, very good, servenow.lcms.org. It has been a delight to hear this great story. Amy Jo Vorwerk, thank you so much for sharing your story as a conversation partner with us today on The Coffee Hour. You're welcome. Thank you for letting me be here. It was great. And Aaron Alter, Director of Short-Term Missions, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us on The Coffee Hour again today. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.